Scott Simon, we made you watch Tiny House Hunters, an HGTV <laughs> show about a couple who is just about to get divorced. We oh, that was going to be my joke. <laughs> yep, my dude. <laughs> we start and end every show. By I was going to say, I was going to say the prequel to um, uh, Divorce Chasers. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say it's tuned in for the new HGTV show, Tiny Divorce Attorneys. Oh, also good. Uh, anyway, we start and end every show with a compliment for the show that we actually watched called The Compliment Sandwich. Uh, Scott, what is your major compliment for this show? Uh, my major compliment is that um, not that I have a teenage daughter, but if I did have a teenage daughter, uh, this show provides really great advice for preventing your teenage daughter from ever being able to have sex. Oh, God. Yeah. Just put her in a room with you guys and all her siblings. Yeah. I mean, Get twins are definitely on cock-block patrol. Well, you'll, yeah. well, you'll prevent her from having sex in that house, but yeah. there's a lot of land, if I remember. So. Oh, well, there's, there's 25 acres out there. But as, as 25 remember, acres. Uh-huh. As you'll recall, during the show, they also said these twins are not allowed to leave this girl's side at any point for any reason. So <laughs> it's a full blueprint for how to prevent that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, it's really the whole show is a basically a, bull, a blueprint for controlling dads. Oh, um, the, the genders switch a little bit and there's that sound healer. But yes. there's a lot of controlling dad in this show. Well, for sure. I, I think I thought it was nice to see that uh, even if you're a controlling dad, you wouldn't necessarily get your way with the galley kitchen you wanted. That was because there was one guy that was really toilet. Oh, right, man. this is just you get the, this show taught me that you get the half galley kitchen you deserve, not the galley kitchen you want. <laughs> uh, Chris, well, as so long as it's outdoors, Chris, yes. give me the major compliment that I want, not the one that I deserve. Uh, you know, we're going to spend a lot of time focused on these crazy people. Wait, wait, actually, want- Alex, could I could I try that? Because I think Alex, you are. You are just funny, and your time to make it big is just, it's right around the corner. Is that the compliment you wanted? wanted The one I deserve? You asked for the one you wanted, not the one you deserved. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's definitely not the one I deserve. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, uh, you know, we're going to spend a lot of time talking about the the people that choose to look for and buy these tiny homes. Yes. But my compliment is for the realtors. These realtors are completely reasonable people who say you know what i can still make a cut of this <laughs> and so all these people like the realtors like i would never in a million years oh yeah with a family of six people decide to go into a tiny home but if that's what they want i'll take their money that one was my favorite They're, one yeah she was <laughs> so she was very sassy pass i, I wanted yeah uh, i wanted, to I wanted her, her on the show actually and yeah. like yeah. they made too. even even the most like friend of the couple realtor in their one-on-one interviews, would start to have sort of a dead-eyed stare when talking about the pros of a, a tiny home. They'd be like, no, this this really goes against everything I believe about what living should be like. But yeah, yeah, I'll take the money, I guess. This one, yeah. Well, you'll, you'll take the whole 6% cut of that $80,000 sale. Yeah, why not? Oh, <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. I, uh, well, no, probably yeah. right. It'd be it'd be three percent because you you have to split it with the other. If there wasn't, the oh, that's true. Well, the yeah. listing real houses look like they were owned by the raccoons. Well, so <laughs> well, so the raccoons the get to keep it then. If the raccoons have taken their uh, their realtor license, right. right? Yeah, the raccoons can sue for it if they dare. <laughs> FSPR try. for sale by raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> Still, yeah, they'll take. I, yeah, that's one thing that I got from this is that realtors will take three percent of even eighty thousand dollars. They're not proud. Yeah, I mean, unlike comedians who will just toss that three percent of eight thousand dollars right back where it came from. I mean, that would be a good year. Um, 
<laughs> I it's Chris. I'm just gonna like go. I'm gonna. I don't. I don't know if piggybacking is right, but I want to join you. I want to ride your coattails back. No, 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 no. Piglet backing. Everything's tiny. <laughs> Everything's tiny. True. Yep. I'm I'm on your little tiny back, and I'm a tiny piglet. I definitely my compliment <laughs> is for the realtors, and it's this show taught me uh, to appreciate realtors as I hadn't before, just as like customer service people, because. I wanted to run away screaming from every one of these people they had to deal with. And these yes. guys, like kept a smile and they put up with all your crazy shit. And the first time I'd watched this through, it was my second time through season one. First time when I watched it for me, I kept thinking like, why are these real- realtors keep showing them stuff that is not what they asked for? You know, they're like, my price range is 60 to 80,000. They're like, well, this one's 110. And then, they, or they'd be like, I want it to have, uh, you know, uh, no more than 500 square feet. And they'd be like, this one's 800 square feet. And I thought, why are these retailers do, realtors doing something so dumb? And then when I watched it this time, I realized maybe what they were requesting was unreasonable. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, it takes brass balls to sell tiny homes. <laughs> tiny brass balls. <laughs> more like ball bearings. Uh, <laughs> Tiny so, coffees for tiny closers, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> tiny little Cadillac. Uh, tiny steak knives, second place. <laughs> and, and and for third place, uh, two weeks suspension. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, just a little bit. Uh, a little, you're a little, a little fired. fired. You're a little fired. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Uh, all right, but uh, you know, Alex, to, to go on top of that, like they also do an amazing job of finding in 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 an ocean of like negativity they find the only positive things like well it's got exterior storage where you could maybe put a beach chair a single beach chair (laughs) and not one large enough for your boyfriend probably yeah yeah we'll get to two doors can't get through anything um (laughs) let's uh finish up this compliment round with ezra what is your major compliment for tiny house hunters there is a sound a sound therapist who buys a yurt and if that's not right i don't know what is <laughs> she was my worst favorite when they, when they i mean said, uh, she's a sound healer who lives in los angeles i was like yeah that's the only place that's a job so yeah. of course she's in la no oh god and and also i mean uh, i guess i'm gonna maybe side compliment for um Amazon's video app. Uh, so they have like excellent subtitles that you can um, turn on to, um, uh, you know, to, to listen to a, a show while to you're read on your words. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> as you were. This is wait. Actually, this is crazy because I listen to my books and then I read my mo- my TV true. shows. This is this is all backwards. Um, but anyway, so I was able to to very uh, easily uh, capture a screenshot um, of of the sound healer um, <laughs> saying that she likes uh, baby spoons. Um, uh, on my phone and post that onto our Facebook page. Yeah. So like that that was super easy to do thanks to Amazon uh, Video. Your screenshot of that the the image of uh, the tiny house hunters where it says she doesn't only love baby spoons. She <laughs> this, this thirty this thirty one year old doesn't only doesn't only spoons that are small. That it, was a crazy. Great quote and a great poll. Actually, the the subtitle is really important. So the guy who got me into the show is a guy named Eric Henriksen, who's a, an editor here at the Portland Mercury, and he was telling me about it at a party. And he was telling me that he likes to screenshot every time they say, it's so small, and then send it to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that is the drinking game, though. It's it, it, small oh, small is a shot, and, and maybe like tiny is like finish your glass. And where do we put all our stuff? 
Yeah. <laughs> Anytime someone expects to put their full size thing in this tiny house that they knew they were shopping for. Yeah. We're gonna, obviously, uh, we'll talk about this more. But how come everyone on this show thought tiny was a metaphor? How did that happen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I said tiny, but I don't know if I wanted this tiny. Yeah, no, no. I yeah. wanted 600 square feet, but I want it to feel like a mansion. Yeah. I, oh, I want a full-size refrigerator and a king-size bed. And I... You don't... Uh, 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 uh. And these is why the realtors are so great, is they didn't yell at those people for saying those crazy things. On camera? <sighs> they didn't yell and say, yes, obviously it's a tiny house. Did you notice that the guy filming the show is wearing a polo shirt that says tiny house hunters on it? Uh, <laughs> it's tough because you can get like six percent of like you know eight thousand dollars or one hundred percent of yelling. <laughs> good evening, meat suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and TV for the most part. I'm your host, Alex Falcone, on Twitter, Alex underscore Falcone. Joining me as always at C Walter Smith on Twitter. Today in our you were in Miami? Where were I you? was, but I'm in Brooklyn now, dude. Welcome Wait, home. did you see Will Smith? Did he did he welcome you? I felt very welcomed, and that's all my NDA will say. <laughs> oh, awesome. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Big Willie style still up, still happening. I will neither confirm nor deny any Big Willies. <laughs> what about Tiny Willies? Yeah, t- <laughs> I'm Tiny Willie hunting. So. I wasn't expecting this Willie to be so tiny, though. I know we asked for a Tiny Willie. <laughs> Uh, but can I still get full size balls with my? <laughs> no, nobody wants that. That is a terrible idea. <laughs> you want proportional balls? Can I get a galley kitchen with my tiny willy? <laughs> no. My problem with this tiny willy is that it's also a hallway. <laughs> and then you got to walk through the willy just to get to the bedroom. What and it's also L shaped. <laughs> Also joining us uh. in Northern California with proportional balls, it's Ezra Fox. <laughs> that's the compliment. That's the that's compliment I want all my life. Yeah. Thank you. It's, not the <laughs> it's going on your tombstone. <laughs> um, I just I, I did as actually, good a quote as any. Yes, <laughs> I I was so angry at so many different points because like this is not we. I was angry at houses to be both like a place where you have to live, um, like a reason to fight, and also like a financial investment. And we should just we should just split them off entirely, right? Everyone should either get like everyone should all have their pile, their money in like one pile, all right? So you don't have to worry about investments. Um, and everyone should just like flip a coin to decide everything, and we should all just sleep in like uniform coffins. That's what I want from the world. <laughs> But Ezra, wow. hunting houses is the world's most dangerous, expensive game. <laughs> I, I don't know, Ez. You don't get angry very often, so it's, I'm not sure how to deal with this particular brand. I was Ezra. very frustrated. I was very frustrated many times as, on Bart. As uh, one of the two people on this show who has purchased a home, I, I feel like you probably have more right to be angry than the rest of us. But I, I mean, well, I mean, I, and I, if you compare it to like how many... Uh, how many homes it would take for them to purchase to make up one of my homes. Like I'm like an expert on home purchasing <laughs> compared to them. That's true. That is true. Uh, Scott, have you ever thought about maybe living in a uniform coffin instead? <laughs> in a uniform coffin? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, everyone else in the world now. I thought about it for a little while, but then I, I realized I couldn't fit my trampoline, my Xbox, my King size. Well, I mean, I, here's the thing, Scott. <laughs> There's this adequate sized coffin movement that I really want to get behind, and, and it's just sweeping the nation. The upkeep is way, way less than you'd expect from a coffin. This is the most insane thing about this show is they're never like, 
why don't we get a small house? <laughs> There's yeah. Well, it's very binary. It is. Yeah. That's it's, my biggest issue. Yeah. It's like our budget is a hundred thousand dollars. We can't go over a hundred thousand okay. dollars, even if it would, you know, for twenty five thousand dollars, get us, you know, everything running water water. and flushing toilets and a septic system. (laughs) So we don't have to, I don't know, poop in a trough. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, hold on a second. Let's follow this logic out for a second. What happens after you poop in the trough? Well, then you have to go (laughs) eat from a um, wherever horses go to the bathroom. Uh, The field. Yeah, you eat in the field. Or the stall. Yeah, yeah. watch out for the snakes, man. There's snakes everywhere. It's Snake Alley. <laughs> that one woman was pretty afraid of snakes. Oh yeah, she was right about that. Snake Alley. And also, well, guys, 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 but guys, guys, clothes don't care if there are spiders. <laughs> okay. Oh okay, my god, okay. that guy. Uh, I was angry at that guy. We have to that introduce guy. the show. Also joining us this week, uh, we have a very special guest, karaoke magnate, currently in <laughs> Denver, Colorado. Please welcome back, Mr. Scott Simon. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Uh, uh, I, can I just say? Go ahead. Scott, I thought you were a karaoke magnet. I thought just like karaoke flocked to you. Is that not accurate? I am both, and it really interferes with my sleep. It's weird that you said that as because I definitely wrote karaoke magnet in the script, and then I caught myself and fixed it. And it's does it? It's weird. Is it spelled differently or not? Yes. Yes. One is not T. One's A T E. It's like. Oh, man, this is not funny. Anyway, Scott, thanks for being here. Um, get your quote out before we have to talk about you more. Well, I just wanted to say that I think it's amazing that we went five episodes of the show, and they they managed to completely ignore the fact that basically these are mobile homes, and people have been living in trailer parks around this country for, what, two centuries? Yeah, yeah but they're so cute and privileged, around. Scott. <laughs> well, oh, so now we come to it, right? Which yeah, is yeah. really, this is the gentrifier's version of the mobile home park. That's true, yeah. It's a way of making it seem like a cool choice for rich L.A. people. Yeah, man. White people will steal anything. <laughs> I mean, this was the whitest group of people I've seen oh, on my like, cable TV in a long time. Well, that's because you haven't yeah. seen uh, House Hunters International. Because then it's like... <laughs> White people taking over other other. Oh, countries. I did see that. There was this really obnoxious couple like trying to get a beautiful beachfront condo in Mexico, and it would made made me want to barf. Yeah, there was. I've, I've only watched a little bit of it because I was trying to catch up for the show. And there was a, a couple who was going down to Saint Kitts because the guy wanted to go to a less legitimate veterinary school, and they only wanted to pay two thousand dollars for their giant beachfront house. It was a very strange show. I would say marginally whiter. <laughs> marginally is what I would say. Less than one standard deviation of whiteness yeah, away, though. Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay, great. So what you guys... <laughs> this has been the hardest topic to not talk about, I think. This is episode number 348. <laughs> we have now done as many episodes as the number of students who were mailed the wrong test results by the Seattle School District back in February. How many students were there total? It was out of a 1,200 mailing, and they were sending test results for and like uh, college-related things. And uh, mm. they just put the wrong addresses on. Those teachers failed. Uh, <laughs> but they thought they passed. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of people who are about to immediately regret something, this week we're talking about tiny house hunters. I should clarify, I said this in the weekly way, but it's important they all know these are tiny houses, not tiny hunters and normal-sized houses, which would be a very different show. Yes. Uh, I'd like to see that show. Yeah, oh, I'd love to see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like the tiniest person. Like, I love the Tudor styling, but I can't reach the doors. Tudor. Tudor. It's a different person. So I watched this with the stub with the stub titles, with the subtitles on also, and his name is spelled Tudor, T-U-D-O-R. Yeah. 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 
Yes, but, there's, a, there's a six and a half foot guy named Tudor who, I mean, obviously his name is short for, like, I guess, turn the door or something like that. Yep, turn the uh, door. Turn the door. Turn the door. <laughs> turn the door. <laughs> So also, yep, there's that joke. I, <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad we got to that. <laughs> I enjoyed that when I came up, and I enjoyed that now. I, I don't get that joke, but I'm assuming that uh, it is that a Game of Thrones reference. I'm just guessing. Yeah, yeah you it do get could that joke. Be. Okay. Yeah. I, Alex, you should have more faith in your joke getting ability. Well, just based on who got it and who didn't, I feel like if <laughs> that's the three of you got it so quickly, and I have no idea what you're talking about. It's probably Game of Thrones. It must be Game of Thrones <laughs> or the Bachelorette. Right. Well, and also, I'm I guess none of current. us has watched, have watched the Tudors, uh, which also oh, could yeah. have been just just that guy. It's true. Oh, God. I was just thinking that it was it was short for the fact that it took he's a giant man and it takes two doors to get him through something. <laughs> which sounds like you know he's a fireman. That seems like what they would call him around the firehouse. Hey, two doors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, uh, as I mentioned, Eric got me into the show, but I and I've been talking about it on stage for a couple weeks, and I just I love it so much, and I'm really excited for us to talk about it, Chris. For people yeah. who have never seen it. Will you please summarize Tiny House Hunters in the style of a realtor who's sad the sale is going to be such a small commission, relatively speaking? <laughs> Alternatively, Chris, could you just tell them the title again and they'll probably get it? <laughs> no, I think Tiny some... House Space Hunters. <laughs> it, yeah, if is you were going to make it for clarity, you'd put, the, put a, a hyphen between tiny and house. Yeah, something. I don't know. Any, anything to get it very clear that... Nobody's making much money on these sales yeah. because this is about people who are looking to downsize the amount of space that they live in by shopping for what are called tiny houses. Now, what's a tiny house, you say? Well, it's, it's a house, but it's tiny. Oh. So it's usually uh, you know, one main floor, maybe on wheels, maybe not. And sometimes there's a, you know, like a loft bed in sort of a, an attic configuration or, you know, uh, what have you. But basically, uh, some of these are like, this is a 95 square foot house or this is a 200 square foot house. Most and of them, are, though, are in the like five to 700 range. Yeah. And these are usually like disillusioned couples who are tired of all the hubbub of city living. And they think that if they compress their anger and their rage with the world <laughs> into a small enough house... It will just go away rather than explode even quicker. For a lot but, of them, it feels uh, like it's like a bit of a midlife crisis thing here, too. Which is like, yeah. we got to get away from the rat race and live in a much smaller cage. Yeah, exactly. But how will I burn through these tens of thousands of dollars while increasing my unhappiness? <laughs> well, without a mortgage. Yeah, with no mortgage. I mean, it, so, I like uh, that part of it. That's the only part I like is paying cash for a house. Oh, yeah, that's it's badass. So you got uh, Karen and Adam, the newlyweds, where he wants a tiny home and she is not on board at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, they're so doomed. Season one, then there's... episode one establishes the trend of cut to the other person in the couple making some really crazy eyes. Yeah. Well, then, then there's kind of a bright spot. That was by far the best spot. episode. Yeah. Well, I don't know, because like, uh, episode two had L.A. sound therapist and energy healer Melanie... And she's not in a couple, not she, a real so she has no one to tell her that this is unreasonable besides her tall friend Grant and his wife, the realtor. Her tall friend yeah. to say, I don't know if you really want a cloth with bathtub outside. <laughs> yeah, she wants she a, a, bath, a bathroom outside and a uh, kitchen outside because she lives in L.A. and she's heard of rain, but she's not sure it exists. <laughs> Theoretically aware of rain. Yeah, we watched... Well, uh, rain comes three. in those sticks that she shakes over her patients. When she's <laughs> yeah, that's it. right. <laughs> Which yeah. she very scientifically right. refers to her as, as her toys. Mm. Not a real joke. Oh, wait, is sound healing really a thing? Or did she just go down to like the drug no, shop? No, it's a real thing. And buy she's a bunch accumulated, of... She's accumulated $100,000 to buy a tiny home cash. Yeah, it's right, a like, real that thing. That doesn't lie. Yeah. 
Okay, uh, but she, let's well, not okay, like she wait. got certified. Right, no. She, <laughs> she's a scam artist in Los Angeles who gets to live her oh, dream. Oh, for calling it what it is. Uh, of, Scott, yes, Scott, 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 Scott. you got to do this as, now. As. You oh, just, you're... Right, because you, you basically, you make a lot of sound at your at your karaoke magnates, and um, you just have to put one in the middle sh- of it. Sh- sh- as I'm a scam artist. <laughs> <laughs> He's removed the words from all the songs, and people still pay still st- <laughs> <laughs> the reason we do that is we don't have to pay for the words. It's genius. Yeah. It's just yeah, it's just the IKEA basically of of of, of music, or just like we just assembled it for you and you reassemble it yourself. Well, it's like you don't have to be seconds. rich, just words. <laughs> They're factory seconds. They they there's all this music gets published, and some of it comes out of the factory without the words, and I buy it up for oh, pennies yeah. and a dollar and charge <laughs> people by the hour. Oh my so, god, like dented cans. So I just brought exactly. up, I just brought up an article on how sound healing works. Sound helps to facilitate shifts in our brainwave state by using entertainment. Or, sorry, entrainment. Oh, well, <laughs> that's, that's logical then. Entra- wait, wait, what's, entrainment synchronizes what's in- our fluctuating brainwaves by providing a stable frequency, which the brainwave can attune to. So even crazier was episode three, where a family of six <laughs> was buying a house, oh. a tiny house. They have their parents, and they have a 13-year-old, 9-year-old, and two 3-year-old twins. <laughs> No, just no. Make it stop. Did it stop? No, it kept going. No. Because then we went to some Oregon farmers who who wanted a tiny house. They've been married 10 years, and it actually seems like they're going to be really happy with their purchase. They're, they're going to be fine. Yeah. And no, that episode, episode five, was fine. They still episode weren't listening five. to each, o- each other very well, and I think they might be doomed, but less so. Yeah, but relatively speaking. Compared to the they- murder-suicide brewing <laughs> in that family of six. Well, no, no, yeah. those are just four men who emancipated minors in the making. They're fine. Yeah, yeah, that fourteen-year-old girl is running away hella soon. Yeah, then with the, like uh, a, a two-year-old on either leg. The story. Okay, so the story with the six-person family, you guys, is that they took a long road trip across the country, and they were in a tiny van, and they were like, "What a great time!" And they got home, and the kids all went to their bedrooms, and the parents were like, "That's got to stop." So they're moving them yeah. into one bedroom. Whereas the children's they're- version of that story is, "Oh my God, finally we're out of that van." Yeah, uh, there are so many better yeah. ways to keep people out of their rooms. Also, you could just like the dad could just fart in every other room, right? And then they have to Weird they have to be in the same place on that. <laughs> well, because yeah. then then eventually you could sleep in your own bedroom if you wanted to. It only but smells then a little bit like the farts. family's harmony is relying on the dad and his diet. Other great part of that. <laughs> well, episode. well, here's the thing. Go ahead, Scott. Dad gets away with this one because every other scene, Dad talks about how he gets his own private studio in the yeah, back for he's quote work. A so he doesn't want anyone having their own private space but him. <laughs> yeah, but he gets oh. his own fart room. What? <laughs> That's right. The best, other best part of that episode is where they're showing the kids the house that they just bought on like, Facetime, <laughs> and the kids are not happy. Yeah, the girls, no, the thirteen-year-old and the nine-year-old yeah, girl, they do said, not eh? look enthused. Yeah, oh, man, huh. that is such a sad house. Yeah, and then lastly, we watch one where a firefighter with a boyfriend double her size uh, want to. She wants to buy. Uh, she has a giant home. Her kids are grown now, and she wants to move into a ninety-five square foot little trailer with her boyfriend named Tudor, and he's real big, and he he does not like any of this idea. He's a pretty good sport about it, but he's like, yeah, I guess I just can't fit in her house if she buys this one. Yeah, well, that's did, a great way to break up with someone, though, right? <laughs> Move into a house. It's the classic negotiating topic uh, (laughs) technique. It's the classic negotiating technique. It's like, well, here's three options that are terrible. So it makes you at least accept the worst, the best of the terrible options. Yeah. Well, that is, I mean, yeah, that's an important thing about this whole show. So, Chris, so they look at three houses. I'm just helping you out a little bit. 
three houses yeah. on every single one, which presumably they get more options because it seems kind of messed up if the show is like, you've signed on, now you have to spend at least $100,000 and we're only going to give you three choices. Yeah, when I was apartment hunting, if I had only seen three apartments, I would have been like, uh, huh. Yeah. You know? Because like the one yeah, I like was like number 10. Toilet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, where is my toilet? I just want to oh, have ooh. a cat box with a chair over it. Why is that yeah, not Guys, can I yes. share something that's actually kind of good? So there's a theory about optimal stopping. Okay? okay. So so basically, how do you know when, if you're looking for something, how do you know when to stop? And 11 minutes. To do it. When you found the best well, one. Well, so actually, Chris, you're, you're not really wrong, actually. So, for example, if um, it's, it's 37%, 30%, 30%, okay, fair enough. Uh, 30%, 37% of the way through, basically, um, is enough for you to get a baseline of, of the entire field. So, um, after you've done that, um, then the first thing you see that's better than the 37% of the stuff that you have seen, that's what you should go with. Um, huh. And you can also do this with time, for example. So, like, if, for example, you want to decide within half an hour, the first 11 minutes, uh, good job, Chris, um, you would just look through sort of everything and make no decisions. And then the first time you saw something that's better than what you saw in those 11 minutes, you just pick that. So what if yeah. the best option is presented to you in the first six minutes and then you spend the next rest of that half hour looking for the, a better thing than that? Uh, the odds of that happening, I guess, based on like an like even distribution of like quality is... Uh, I guess one out of a hundred or something, or like, or like it'd be small. So most so, of the time it'll work this, out fine. This theory is requiring you to say like, if you found something great and be like, it's not been 11 minutes yet, I'm going to pass yeah. on this perfect tiny house. No, 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 no. I mean, you, you just, you just, you don't make any decisions. I mean, you just, you keep on seeing tiny houses until you're like, you know, 37 away, uh, 37 percent of the way but through. But what if you found a great house already? I just don't. Then you run back and you put in an application, dude. Oh, yeah, man. That seems like you're that saying I couldn't anywhere. do that. No, 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 no. I'm just saying like, I mean. Some of these uh, houses are going places. They're on wheels, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess the point. <laughs> Some of these houses are parked in Dave's backyard right now. Or in a campground for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that was, what was that? That was a cool, that was a fun name. I forget what it was called. Like TP, TP, Weeby. TP Town? It a, yeah, it was in TP Town. That was a cool campground. So they look at Something. three houses, they go get a pizza and discuss which house they're going to get, and they buy one of the houses, and then we yeah. don't see the part where they've turned I, off the cameras and they get a divorce. And these are these are called houses. Some of them have running water. Some of them have uh, solar panels on the roof. Some of them have flushing toilets. Some of them are small enough that yeah, a big I, screen TV counts as a feature. Yeah, comes with the well, TV. Well, and by big screen TV, we mean like a twenty-seven inch TV. Yeah, TV. yeah. but Tiny. you're so much closer, so it's actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know what the big deal is. I used to go to Boy Scout camp, and we stayed in tiny houses all the time. We called them lean-tos. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I live I, in 500 square feet. It is doable. Yeah, but Alex, you have running water, though. And you have, like, How many cats and right kids do you have? This is the thing that bugs me the most about the show, is that they keep talking about tiny houses, and, like, but they want a huge piece of land. Like, I, I have a tiny, I have a small apartment. It's great. Um, well, you're paying, but you pay rent, and there's a lot of efficiency. Yeah. Well, you can buy rent, uh, condos and, and and apartments in places. Um, you can just it's just got all this efficiency of building a city. Like I guess it's more annoying because like in Portland, people talk about tiny houses as the thing that'll solve homelessness, and that's such a crazy rich person thing to say. Like why not why not just give them real small houses with a nice yard? I mean, apartments are so. Efficient. I think we should give. I think we should give all the homeless people in Portland. Um, sandbags and barbed wire. Oh, and and uh, two thousand and, and pay for them to take course. a class, <laughs> yeah. and then they can get all their homeless friends together and build houses together uh, for each other. 
I did enjoy that was the sound healer. One of her house options was like this community of people who build mud houses and they charge you for the training and then hopefully your friends will help you build a house. Didn't that sound a little bit like a multi-level marketing plan? Like a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Well, tiny. Although, yeah. (laughs) All the levels individually, Scott, were very small. (laughs) (laughs) It did introduce me to my new favorite insult word is I'm going to start calling people earth bags. Don't be such an earth bag. Alex, don't be such an earth bag. (laughs) Uh, What are you guys, uh, what are you guys' top complaints? That's my biggest complaint is people acting like this is a real thing. Like just the opening where they're like, Tiny houses are sweeping the nation in a big way. They're not. Well, I mean, I, here's the thing. I think there are some things that like people actually are like. There are some people who this is perfect for. Like, legitimately, this is actually a very good fit for a lot of things. Like, you know, in the way that big houses are a thing that are good for some people. Also, like, um, you wouldn't need like a one size fits all house solution. Uh, and so, like that that good. Like, you can have a good tiny house. Absolutely. Um, these are just dumb people mostly. <laughs> And I love dumb people. You know me, guys. You know me. <laughs> you can't get enough of them. So we finally found the recipe to make you like frustrated by dumb people. Yeah, yeah it's just it's just dumb people and bad like financial decisions that affect other people or cats. <laughs> yeah, those two cats are not going to be happy in there. They are not going to be pleased with the situation. That affect no. tall boyfriends. <laughs> I was fine. Two door can go wherever he wants. I don't. I don't. Whatever. Uh, Chris, what's your top complaint? Let's see. I mean, uh, obviously, it's that the houses are too small. But I think my... <laughs> I just... I didn't expect them to be that small. I just... I mean, we're definitely going to have to get rid of some of our furniture. Yeah. I, I mean, that's awful. But, uh, you know, uh, house hunting is so emotionally draining. Uh, I, I know. I can see it in these couples. But when the couples don't realize that they're just either totally not on the same page about any of this it's like they haven't discussed it like karen and adam like yeah. clearly headed for divorce. yeah adam and karen there's uh, one little graphic where he was like want his wants fireplace her wants not so small yeah. this is gonna work out you guys <laughs> different husband yeah. Yeah. yeah to be appearing right now on reasonable size house hunters <laughs> yeah her wants to be in bed with her boyfriend right now instead yeah, but yeah. you know they also like they they lose sight of what is or is not a fixable problem when she's like, mm, I don't like the color of this. Oh man, there's well, so many times they talk when, about the paint. That's my biggest. When you complaint. buy the house, you can paint it for pennies on the dollar. The like, same people we, who are like, yeah, we could just replace, we can just turn this kitchen into a bedroom. Are like, oh, I'm not sure I like the color up there. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 You can paint. It's the thing like, oh, there's no running water, or like, look at the structural stuff. And if you hate that stuff, well, maybe don't. But if you like, and Nikki bought the tiny home she hated the colors of, and didn't even, no one even told her. You know what? You could paint it. Yeah, they were talking about hating the color. Oh, it's so weird. It's so yeah. weird. Uh, well, the, so in episode three, they're walking through and they're complaining about the layout of the house on all these houses. I don't like this, but the guy's building them a custom house, which eventually yeah. he does. Yeah. But yeah. the whole episode, they're focusing on them. I don't like this arched notch above the bedroom door because noise will get in. Well, maybe you won't have to have that. <laughs> yeah, and also you're a family of six, and if you're moving into a tiny house, you're never going to have sex again. Like yep. you're just not no. going to. So I like, mean, don't worry. Also, because people are so angry at each other for yeah, making them live in a tiny divorced. house. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not just getting a divorce. Your children are running away, right. except for the two who you buried up in the creepy paranormal activity oh, attic. Man. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah. There's like, 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 just like insulation everywhere, and dad's like, "Oh, the kids would love this. this perfect." Nails, like, visible nails poking through dangerously. Oh, 
was terrifying. Oh, but you got to watch out for the invisible nails, though, Alex. You don't even <laughs> see those guys coming. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I think that uh, I think that is a re- like a really bizarre thing that no one was ever like. Yeah, we can change that. Yeah, that's fixable. There's yeah. so many times they mentioned fixable problems. Well, and that's the corollary to my big complaint, which is they're also like. Their, their quest to not have a mortgage is driving them to make insane choices. Like, I did the math on the first one when they're looking at that. Kind of cool, the UFO treehouse one, oh, which yeah, is, sure. I thought, yeah. had some potential, like, yep. lots of land. It was mm-hmm. beautiful. Like, all right, so they need really running cool water. Summer they, home. Yeah, it yeah. does not have running water. Step it one. needs a septic system and it needs a well. It was going to be twenty five grand a year. So I ran the math. That's $126 per month less than $4 a day or much less than they're going to be paying for gas to drive to Jersey city every day. For just $4 assuming that's a thing. Day. Cause every, yeah, mi- just to be able to take a GD poop <laughs> for just know. $4 a day. Well, you, you can, can take it. You just can't get rid of it. Couple to live in their dream UFO tree house. <laughs> oh, God. With running water. Oh my God. It's the same thing. I mean, think about it. Like millions of children in Africa live every day without running water. <laughs> so does this rich couple the same in Jersey thing. city. <laughs> um yeah can i say another hate yeah um, please uh so if you have a tiny house the first 10 minutes of every conversation of every person who comes in your house is wow this is so tiny that's i don't think you want that oh, you know like no. that's this is a conversation piece that you can't get rid i of. feel like this is a commitment to not having friends over yeah All no friends places. over no things you get half a closet worth of stuff ever yeah. well that's the cop-out in uh, episode three, the family is six because they just moved in next to his mom, and they wrote down like Cindy's mom is not happy right. because she knows everyone's going to be at her house all the time. Oh, yeah, Actually, the kids, the, yeah. the kids are going to be having sex in the closable door bedrooms of grandma's house, <laughs> not with yeah. each other. And, and no, 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 no. What do you think? <laughs> no, not, not until was off. Is that what you're going to say, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what I was going to say. I don't like any of it. I don't want any part of it. When that 14 year old is older. <laughs> And she's emotionally ready, and it's with the right person. She can do And she's married. And, <laughs> and she's um, legally engaged to somebody at least. Anyway, yeah, this it's, is, it's never happening for any of them in that house. This, this is, this is I think, a weird... It's going to be a weird hate, but, like, also, they cheated with some of their square footage. Oh, yeah? Like, so, well, I mean, someone's like, it's like, oh, man, this is, like, we're going from, like, a 750-square-foot place downsizing, and, like, like, one of the places they're considering was, like, like five hundred square feet inside, and like a two hundred like a two hundred square foot loft, and then also some outside space. And it's like that it doesn't, it's not really that different, you know. Yeah. Like you, if oh, you yeah. count the loft, you know, like that's not. It's it could. Well, be they're tinier. going from a well laid out space in a convenient location <laughs> to a really poorly laid out All space in a very in inconvenient building and very possibly a pool. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. So just like, like you just move inside of an MC Escher painting, basically. Uh, yeah, it's like these people are. Oh man, it makes me so angry. And like these these privileged people are like, oh, I already have a hundred thousand dollars in cash. First, okay, a that puts you you know in whatever percentage percentile of the American economy. And there and you're like, I want to blow it away on something where I can actually still use like you know rented storage to store all my actual stuff. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. You know, like where the, where the hell do you put all your stuff? Is what Karen said in less words well yeah and the big family was going to buy a shed and they like they had all kinds of plans like basically what they want is they want a tiny house at the center of a tiny compound and that is a Uh, totally different world yeah i mean look so i i guess i i I don't 
I, I guess I want to separate the different like anger bits that I have because like so I have a friend who's like a consultant like you know with like on tiny houses and like there are totally legit reasons why this would be a great idea for some people. I was wondering why you were and, so passionately and uh, yeah, defending no, so, like, this. <laughs> passionately I mean, like, just, ambivalent. <laughs> well, no, so I, was, I I know there like uh, there are legit reasons why this could be a good idea for someone. And why? Did not see, tell me like um, tell me two. Okay, so. I think actually, if you are a sound healer, like, <laughs> like you know, well, you've already lost the legitimacy. Her in a used yurt was the best fit on the show. That was exactly right? what we were having and, for her, and it's the best fit. Like, I, like I, I could possibly imagine. Like, I don't know what else you would give that person. And if you're you know? going to see a sound healer, you kind of expect it to be in a yurt. <laughs> the yeah. Her business is going to go through the roof, man. <laughs> through the skylight in the center of the room. <laughs> through that air flap. I do not. Which was an expensive upgrade, I will have you know. <laughs> I do not feel great about yurts. Yurts make me uncomfortable. Uh, there's a. Did you guys see uh, Wild? Not yet. You, okay. So in Wild. No, wait, not Into the Wild, just Wild? Just wild. Like they're already there. Yeah, yeah, the Reese Witherspoon backpacking movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shell Strayed. So she, she uh, former heroin addict, hiking across the country to sort of get better. <laughs> Parenthetical, quitter. (laughs) (laughs) So she's a quitter. She's hiking across the country to to break that habit. She ends up in Eugene, Oregon, where she sleeps with a guy in a yurt. And that was the first time in that movie where I was like, oh, bad choices, Reese. It feels so gross for some reason. Just the word yurt makes me uncomfortable. It's just... Alex, I think the word Eugene, Oregon makes you uncomfortable. Well, I mean, yes. Yes. Uh, Eugene is a scary place. Go Ducks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fuck the Bruins I don't know why I said it there by the way Pick you. can we the model yurt that she visits can we just call this thing for what it is it's a fucking house it has insulation drywall windows like no it's, yeah. it's a circular it's a house it's a creepy it's a yurt shaped house yeah. it's made from a yes structurally but also you know well a house yeah round house uh so how about this? How about this? Uh, we're kind of all over the place with our hates, but let's focus a little bit and maybe let's say best house, worst house for you, not for the fit for the people, because obviously the yurt is a good fit for her. But which of these houses would you choose to live in and which would you uh, and, and and you can't say the mansion in L.A. that the family is leaving because that seems does, it, does nice. it have to be one of the houses they chose or no. any of the houses they looked any at? Any of the houses they looked okay, at. Okay, because I was just going to say own an entire brownstone. <laughs> one of the houses they looked at. Oh, God. Huh. Double God. I don't even remember what happened, man. You don't this, like this any sh- of them? It's, well, no, it's just, I, this is kind of a lot of for me. I, rem- I remember the yurt um, and... Well, the weird thing about the show is like they they review everything that happens after every commercial break. So right, it's like because it really they know ninety percent of people who are watching this are at a hotel and came across it on accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's like ten minutes of content yeah. here. Right. Uh, yet it's still I, I really alluded to all of us. I'll start. I guess. Well, the I yurt. We're, would you live so in the yurt? Not the yurt. Anything but the yurt. Yeah, yeah I live in the well, yurt. Well, I'd rather use live in the yurt than the earth bags. Um, earth bags. That molehill nightmare. But yeah. I, uh, Ooh. I think, well, I mean, obviously, like, the biggest option in the custom tiny house place seemed beautiful, and it was, like, 800 square feet, custom designed to you. That's, like, almost almost a 60% upgrade for me. It'd be a huge house to live in. We'd have, I'd be like, man, what am I going to put in all of this closet space? It would be yeah. delightful. I agree and with Alex, that. Alex, if you're Those willing things. to have a mortgage, you could have that house. <laughs> you just have a house. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's. I would have said the same exact thing. That was the episode of all these that made me go. You know what? I wouldn't mind that. 
Like, yeah, I know what I paid for my house. And if I could get some, if I could get like, you know, some land outside of town and what's the square house footage like on that. your house, Scott? If I may, uh, my unit's like seven fifty, and yeah. my neighbor's unit's like eight fifty. So yeah, so, yeah, so, so basically so roughly in the range of a large. And you got a normal size, a, a separated house of your size. I'd rather live in. A I already live in a tiny house. Yeah, <laughs> there might be a pool. Uh, Chris, do you have one that you liked? Yeah, I mean those ones were were really nice, and, and I, the they were Apple the largest version. also. Yeah, and they were well appointed, and they had like usable kitchens and like appliances and a place to sit that yeah. was not also the place that everything else happens. And <laughs> no, I, I I just meant like no, in these tiny houses, kids, it's like they could they could still do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love I love the ones where like the bathroom is just open. And they're like, "Who else is here? All you've got is land." And they're like, eh, "I, don't oh, I know. did like that one." Well, I'm, how do you what do you feel about uh, the uh, that the yurt girl and her outdoor bathroom? Yurt girl in her outdoor bathroom is ridiculous. I I, I'm once. from places where there's weather, and yeah. uh, you, you don't just want to be like pissing outdoors or like you know. It's, oh, the ki- the kitchen's outdoors, so if I want enchiladas and I want to make enchiladas, I don't know. Does don't you ever want to like bathe on the top of a hill like a Viagra commercial? Yeah, of course I, mean, I do. <laughs> we all I don't do, want that to be my only things. option. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> I don't want um, that to be my only option, and that's the thing. Right, and again, I think it was right for her. Like, I think she'll get. Like more sound healing money without a bathroom or a you know a kitchen inside the yurt. I also feel like the uh, the house for the fire the tiny firefighter lady uh, was pretty good too. Even though Tour can't hang out there, I, she, I don't want that place. But yeah, that was yeah, it was a good her. fit for her. That place will ruin her relationship, or she's just gonna you know what's gonna happen? She's gonna spend all of her time at Tudor's house. Well, yeah, exactly. Wait, it, it isn't didn't she say it was like parked in her brother's yard for now? Yeah, it just it doesn't. Yeah. This is the thing that I uh uh yeah. If you're just they relying cheat. on people, they cheat. people, it's a cheat. The worst, the worst thing was watching the couple in episode one go through all of this clearly not right for each other, and then decide to build the house together. Yeah, yeah. those guys and were watching doomed. them put that together so doomed. Uh, yeah, I doubt the the fit and finish of those cabinets they hung, which are the first cabinets they've ever hung ever, are going to be good. <laughs> No, what's going to happen is... This is the is, test of their marriage? Two weeks after the, sh- the show stopped filming, they were like, wait, we can't actually do this, and we didn't spend very much on this house, so let's take a mortgage out and pay in a contractor to do this right. Yeah. Wait, is there a Tiny House Hunters Reddit? Yes, there is. <laughs> uh, there might be some after... I, effect. I would love it. So they do... The Regular House Hunters has a, like, six months later, but they haven't done one for Tiny House Hunters that I've seen, so... <sighs> I would definitely love to catch up with that. Guys... It turns out the whole show is fabricated. What? The what? home they chose, they had Wait, already is... purchased before the show. And then they added the other two for dramatic effect. Is it prefabricated? Like, like, like custom? And they're like, <laughs> no, we don't yeah, talk about they prefabricated deliver homes. The, the, they deliver the house later. <laughs> That's amazing. So they already bought, have bought the tiny home. According to EQ Woody on Reddit. Oh, man. He is my source for most things. So. Woody. EQ Woody. <laughs> Is uh, one of our main sources and balanced. on the show. <laughs> uh, that is uh, very. I mean, I knew part of it. I mean, obviously, they didn't look at just three houses, so I know that's fake. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, thanks. What the whole Woody. show is staged? Unbreathful I feel so betrayed. The whole, has, says the whole show is hired actors. Well, yes and no. 
Are they crazy uh, people? Uh, sure. Do they also, know they're guys, on TV? Maybe. I've heard that all fabric, all reality is fabricated as well. Wait, like, like the Matrix? like not just reality TV. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, we live in a computer simulation, according to Elon Musk, and you know, maybe this I was is just about to bring that up. I, oh, Elon, yeah. really? He's the Cassandra of our times. I re- I'm not <laughs> sure if I should take Elon Musk's uh, opinion over Eraser Girl or Fireman Woman, who seem pretty oh. solid. Side note, guys, does Elon Musk have his own like? Uh, cologne, because he should, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the delicious smell of Elon. <laughs> yeah, I might be into that. Alright. Uh, Alright, we gotta get moving. That was a little bit of a cluttery segment, but we got a lot yeah. more. Yeah. Well, we should. We have to throw some stuff out, and then we can move into our place. <laughs> <laughs> also, that was all fabricated. We're gonna have to we do some adjusting. Just actors. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the inaugural episode of the mini podcast, Cheese Chats. Cheese, Cheese Chats. chats. Uh, am I supposed to feel dizzy? I feel dizzy. Oh, okay. And how long until I can come back? Well, I'll be there. What are you doing, Mr. Announcer? It sounds like you... Do you just donate blood? What? Of course. You don't get dizzy donating sperm. Or do you? We'll find out, I guess. That's my next step. You know, I'm kind of worried about you. Then pay me better, Alex. Well... Fair enough. Cheese Chats is brought to you by read-weep.com slash Amazon. Use that silly address whenever you buy anything from Amazon, and you support this mini-podcast. Speaking of support, I... Oh, geez. Well, I'm sure he's fine. Anyway, uh, let's start today with some cheese news. This is our new show, Cheese Chats, and we're starting with cheese news. First up, you guys, uh, did you guys hear about Mac and Cheetos? What? This week, mm-hmm. uh, Burger King announced that they're, they're going to be serving their newest food product, food-like product. Uh, it's called Mac and Cheetos. It's a deep-fried stick of mac and cheese in the shape of a Cheeto, and also with a Cheeto-flavored breading for the crust. <laughs> What do you guys think? Is that a fondue or a fondant? Fondant? <laughs> I wait, wait. Have... Is it fun? Is it for food? For eating? Or for, for building a house out of? Or something else? <laughs> yeah, you get several of those bags, get all your friends together. It's a cheese yeah. bag. <laughs> Prefab fondant. I, I don't know. Okay, so how do you guys feel about the Doritos Locos taco? Because this seems like this is just the natural extension, but now fast food places are just making snack food into other food. I feel like I was 18 in the wrong era, because this seems like right up my alley then. But uh, in your 30s, I feel like it's pretty irresponsible to eat like a third of the things needed in order to get like a heart attack when you're like a father. So it's really a fond can't for me. The rest of us aren't fathers. (laughs) Let's go in and eat. I can't handle Cheeto flavored anything. Mm. Mm -hmm. So what, what, what snack food would you be able to do that with? Uh, do you like savory snacks? Not really. Oh. If you I, mean, did I just like ate a... two slices of cake right before this podcast. All right, so it's a mac and cheese bite, but the breading is cake. Huh. <laughs> oh wait, cheesecake! Oh, there we go. We've sure invented mac yeah. and cheesecake. <laughs> we just invented mac and cheesecake. cheesecake. Oh my god! Very good. Mac and cheesecake is a gross phrase. Yeah, <laughs> do you just want like limp pasta inside a cheesecake? That's not great. Wait, that used to be a thing, Scott. <laughs> 
Limp it pasta. It needs to be a thing. Oh, it needs to be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mac and cheesecake from thefoodinmybeard.com slash recipes. Well, I don't like that. Uh, yep, I'm just posting that right now. News, <laughs> uh, next up in the news rundown, a Canadian woman dialed 911 because her pizza did not have enough cheese on it. Huh. Uh, Constable Jeff Higdon of the Royal Newfoundland Constabulary, who responded to the crime, told reporters, quote, the individual had an issue with the company she bought the pizza from and there wasn't enough cheese. I'm sure if by calling us they assumed that there was some sort of action we could take or what that situation was. But, of course, we advised the individual they just needed to speak with the manager of the company and not the police. And then he apologized. So, Alex, I'm surprised uh, that 911 I, is the same number in both I was surprised That's what I was too. thinking. You guys, we've learned something today. We've learned something, and I think we've buried the lead here, is that the good people at Newfoundland don't have enough crime going on that the police will actually respond to such a call. The Newfoundland constabulary will show up even if you call something in something so stupid. Yeah. Because we have this yeah, story all the time uh, in, Amer- in, in American news where they're like, so-and-so called the, the cops because he ran out of beer. And the cops, they show up, but they show up to arrest him. Not for like wasting their time, not to like find out what's going on. Guys, I just thought of something. We need to have just like one number that you call for all problems, and like they can route you. So like I want, I want to be able to call someone specifically for the cheese problem, and they should just be able to like to 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 find the problem. No problem. Like it's not us, but I'll get you over that person and I'll stay with you until they like they solve it. Ezra, doesn't your building have a concierge? (laughs) (laughs) We're not in speaking terms anymore, Scott. Oh. Uh, Wait, you and me or you and your concierge? Me and my concierge. Oh, phew. What happened? Tell us that story. Uh, he did not like the, uh, the, 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 the cheese um, bite pitch that I gave for him. That's um, it? That's enough to never talk to you again? For a person what who's was the cheese bite tips? pitch? <laughs> I was saying that he could be, uh, you know, like, I would say for most of the things he did, you know, he could be replaced by a, a, a giant cheese bite. Oh, uh, okay. That's a good so I was saying, like, a, a cheese bite based, you know, like, Wait, shaped uh, concierge. Could I be replaced by a cheese bite? I can't. Uh, Alex, Alex, can you convince me that you haven't already been? That's it. I'm like, not talking to you anymore. <laughs> All right. And la- is that like the cheese version of the Turing test? <laughs> yeah, do you know this person's a cheese bite or not? And lastly, the owner of a local che- kosher cheese business in Albany, New York, was arrested and charged with fraud. The man is accused of fraudulently soliciting more than $1 million from more than 10 investors to invest in the production of kosher and halal cheese in upstate New York, as well as a bioenergy company he claimed would provide services in New York and Costa Rica. Uh, First of all, Alex, it's, it's Albany, New York. What did I say? I don't know where Albany is. Oh. You said Albany. I don't know what that is. Okay. Albany, Al- New York. Albania, New York. <laughs> okay, great. Uh Add that to the list of corrections for next week. Um, anyway, uh, what I what I like about this story is if a person is like, well, I have these two businesses. I make specialized cheese and also bioenergy. Suspicious, unless the bioenergy no, is like No, not at all. Rye. Cheese is bioenergy. <laughs> yeah. When I oh. want energy, I turn to cheese. I guess America runs on cheese. <laughs> American Cheese Council. Just like somebody jogging and like biting into a... a uh, string cheese or something to keep them going? No, just like a, a huge runny wheel of brie. Just like <laughs> yeah. America runs on cheddar. <laughs> All right. Now there's a commercial. And that's the news. So now it's time for our, our segment, uh, Cheese Chats, Cheese Charts. So I'm going to give you three gross cheeses, and I would like you to rank those in the order that you would be willing to try them. Ezra, stop highlighting stuff. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So three cheeses, three gross cheeses. You're going to rank them in the order that you would be willing to try them. First up, Kazumarzu 
which is a cheese made with flying maggots, popular on the Italian island of Sardinia. It's a slab of local sheep cheese, a pecorino sardo, but with a special bonus larva of the cheese fly uh, that's added to the cheese, and then the acid from the digestive system breaks down the cheese's fats, making the final product soft and liquidy. By the time it's ready for conduct, uh, consum- consumption, not consummation. By the time you're ready to <laughs> consummate your relationship with this cheese. Wait, wait. Can we switch this to Mary Boff Kill? I was originally going to do that. It was called, I was trying to think of a way to make it all food related. So it was like um, marinade. Yeah, it's, it's, it's eat, binge, and... Uh, and then I think you have to have Consummate. One. <laughs> yeah. yeah, as you can eat, do that. Eat, binge, buff. Okay, so we'll do, we'll do Mary Boff Kill. So Kazumarzu, flying mega cheese. Number two, Napoleon's favorite cheeses, or one of Napoleon's favorite cheeses, Epissois. A raw cow's milk cheese with the rind washed with the pu- with a pumice brandy, so smelly it is banned on public transportation in France. Or number three, Milkenkass, Milbenkass, Milbenkasse. Anyway, German cheese <laughs> made with the dust mite excrement. So it's mm. produced by allowing quark uh, to sit among thousands of dust mites, and that transforms the cheese into highly desired delicacy. Of those three cheeses, Kazumarzu, flying maggot cheese, Napoleon's favorite cheese, Epissois. And Milbenkasse, I don't even know. The German's a creepy language, so I'm not even going to try. I mean, I don't think. I think um, you probably. I'm, I, I give you uh, like which of those three? Two. Mary Boff kill. Ezra, you're first. Um, I guess. Well, if something's too smelly to be on public transportation oh, in no. France, I know that's got to be deadly. Well, it's I mean, like one bugs in it, so I feel like Mary. No, that I, one. I think that yeah, I, but, I think that one. Well, you, yeah, because you become used to it. But no, I mean that's that's uh, the Epoise. Uh, like I think there's a lot of stuff that I've eaten that's been banned on public transportation, and like it's well, fine. Technically, all food. Wait, wait, wait. Name banned. two: durian and. Uh, uh, <laughs> I guess cool. Epoise. Yeah, I, I yeah. must have eaten this cheese before. <laughs> oh, you have? I don't know. Maybe I do like what I know. Of a, a, a rind washed with brandy. That's usually a really nice touch. Yeah, I'd that say that's fine. the least gross. Uh, that's I what would you marry that. So yeah, you fuck the maggots, or do you kill the maggots? I, th- I think the you other fuck the maggots. My poop. <laughs> I think I think the the maggots one is way less gross uh-huh. to me. Yeah, I agree, man. Really? Uh, yeah. Well, cause like, oh, because here's the thing, man. Uh, cheese, like, like there's a, there's like weird acid in a lot of cheeses. Like that's like that's part of the cheese process, man. Yeah, but when like, you eat it, there are still maggots in it, and they're alive. And here's the thing: dust mites are so small that eating dust mite excrement to me sounds like we probably are always doing it. They're probably all over the place. Yeah, yeah pooping but, on everything we uh, eat. but the listeners know. I, I think all each and every one of them know how much I hate old food and i know it's uh, weird talking about cheese that way but that. it's just been sitting around in a dusty room dust. for a while it's the word oh. dust right chris chris they're yeah. all you know aged what? that's the part yeah. of, the I'll, of cheese i'll bang that's it alex i'll bang them all <laughs> here ezra you wanted to play mary boff kill but really you just wanted to play boff 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 <laughs> you cheesy you cheese slut all right and lastly uh what's not shame scott like, I didn't. He's a cheese champion. I was cheering him on. Yeah. I was saying, you, speaking of, you speaking go. Of cheering him on. It's time for our final segment: cheese chats, cheese cheers. So each of you <laughs> is going to give me a recommendation for a cheese that we might not know about enough, or just something that doesn't get enough is being a little slept on. So I want you to cheer on one cheese. These are my. You don't have to look at these. these are, I'm going to pick one of these for me to recommend. Um, but it's depending on you guys. So Scott, uh, what's your cheese cheer? Wait, let's all steal what? those three of Alex's because then I'll have none. <laughs> No, just delete them so we can. He doesn't know what they are. There it is. 
Uh, I'm going to actually go off the. I'm going to go off the what the expected path here. I'm going to I'm going to cheer on Daisy Brand cottage cheese. What? Because it's Whoa. the only it's the only broadly the you're exercising and pouring down your face like Gatorade. Yeah, absolutely. Scott Simon runs on Daisy Brand cottage cheese. <laughs> Quench it's the, the curd only with Daisy. I don't really like a cottage style cheese. I much prefer Victorian or, uh, a craftsman. or a craftsman. Craftsman. Oh, very craftsman. <laughs> so why, I prefer why my the... cheese with a with a. Well, you didn't. Maybe next time we do Mary Boff Kill, we do the cheese that's made in a composting toilet. Oh. <sighs> Let's not because kill. Definitely it's called divorce cheese. <laughs> divorce cheese. All right, Scott. Why, so why why that? Because it's the only widely available commercial brand of cottage cheese that I've ever found, and I just discovered it, that has no ingredients other than milk and salt. And I thought you were saying, like, no ingredients, period. It's just, it's just like the emperor's, like, clothes yeah. of cheese. No, look at cottage cheese. There's xanthan gum yeah. and, oh, you know, all this. Top five favorite gums. Uh, uh, bubble. Uh, uh, spearmint. Cinnamon. Xanthan. Durian and uh, 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 gumshoes, uh, detectives from. Oh, ah, I like that. It's good. Anyway, uh, all right. Well, Daisy, a uh, few ingredients, possibly imaginary cottage cheese. Uh, Chris, what's your favorite? What's your cheese here? Oh, uh, you know, mine is. Uh, you can get this at TJ's. There is a a fresh feta. So we think of feta as normally kind of dry and and crumbly. They have a fresh milk uh, feta that's much softer and more flavorful, and it's great in salads. Hmm. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Oh, that sounds lovely. As what's your cheese chair? Uh, okay, so like of the stuff that you probably won't be able to find, uh, Cowgirl Creamery's Red, uh, Red Hawk is a really good uh, triple cream um, ri- washed rind uh, cow's milk cheese. Um, Wait, but it's expensive. How could you have three creams? Surely two know, creams right? is the theoretical maximum on cheese. Well, I don't, I, yeah. <laughs> on sweet cream, heavy cream, and uh, cream shoes. And Durian. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys did it, but certainly there can't be quadruple che- cream cheese. Uh, uh, and compostable. <laughs> All right. Um, I, uh, but so that, anyway, that, that's the, that's the hard to find would be a treat cheese, but like just a, a, a cheese I always love, um, is, uh, is smoked Gouda. I think that's uh, a, just a fantastic cheese, man. Yeah. I have no problems with that cheese. I, it, even that's, that's my favorite of the cheeses that don't melt. <laughs> uh, I mean, right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to, well, I'm going to do that too then. I, I, lo- so the more accessible is I do love unexpected cheddar, which is a TJ's cheese, which is like cheddar with a, a bit of a, uh, I don't even know, uh, Reggiano or a Parmesan or something in it. It's a really interesting, it's so delicious. I really like it. Wait, wait, wait. Even if I expect one of those things to be in it, it's still going to surprise me? Well, the thing about unexpected cheddar, it's not, it's not unexpected that what it tastes like. It's that uh, you don't get to choose when it shows up at your house. Oh, oh wow. Like parents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when, they, when you least expect them, they book tickets, fly to where you are. Pay for and a they hotel, wake up really early, and then wake up too early. Yeah, and then my my treat cheese that you're probably not gonna be able to find is a Brabander, which is a uh, a Dutch cheese. It's a goat cheese, and uh, it is it, it's like candy cheese. It's so delicious, uh, and it's named after the town that it's produced in. But uh, Brabander, that's your treat cheese. Uh, look How up. would you describe its character, Alex? Um, man, tall and a little xenophobic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say stalwart and trustworthy. 
Um, okay. But still a little racist. I'd say a little French, a little German. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, th- but it gives me a little bit of phlegm. All right. And that's it for our cheese chats. Uh, if you have <laughs> recommendations for us or cheese news, send it all along. Podcast at readdashweep.com and let us know whether this was good or bad uh, use of or your time. It's totally fair. Uh, you, you were right. I do feel dizzy from that, too. Oh, I'm not supposed to donate that right after I donated plasma? Oh, I fucked up. Well, Cheese Chats is brought to you by readdashweep.com slash Amazon. Buy stuff from there, but if you want more money, so you can shop on readdashweep.com slash Amazon. Try to only donate one fluid per day, folks. All right, and now it's time for the segment that we're still inexplicably calling Top 5. Top 5! Top 5! So we're going to read a number of questions or games submitted by our, <laughs> our listeners at facebook.com slash weave or on Twitter uh, at read underscore weep. Uh, so let's start out with this. Um, uh, okay, a question from Marjorie, who says, I grew up in a custom cottage designed for 411 women. And my parents were both six feet, and I grew to six foot in that college. My room was under seven by seven. How would y'all's behavior and habits change while being in a tiny home that is built for someone much smaller than you? Mm, I think I'd probably be like I think goldfish. Get... I wouldn't grow. Oh. Or bonsai. Oh. oh. So does that mean if you ever get a mansion, you'll just keep expanding? That's right. And you'll be Tudor size by the end? <laughs> Tudor. Tudor. <Or> Tudor mansion. <laughs> um... What else would you guys do? So there was like there was some backstory about being tall, but even let's just say like how would this change your behavior if you all of a sudden lived in this tiny house, besides Ooh. having sex in the woods? I mean, well, I'll I have a house once where the sink was really low, and every time I did the dishes, my back hurt. So I just think oh. everything would hurt. Oh, you know the way yeah. you do that is you, you have to do the splits while you're doing it. There's a trick. <laughs> you like do a, a wide stance. That's, that's your best option, Scott. I don't know why well, no. your back hurt when you could have made your groin hurt instead. Well, I'm just, <laughs> or you, you, well, after a while, you start to like it. Well, and that's the that's the gist of the tiny house, which is it's just a lot of compromises, yes. none of which are going to make you happy. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. I I think uh, I'd have a lot of bruises from trying to get up and down a ladder when I'm real sleepy oh. to get to or from my face. <laughs> oh. just, there's always like thumps, basically, and just like boop. Just like you just keep on falling out of the bed. So yeah, eventually I'll just get rid of the ladder. It's more harm than good. <laughs> you put, install a fire pole. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, there you go. And you get yeah, good climbing. Well, the, or yeah, one of those down ropes. Is good, but you get up one is of those hard. ropes. Ropes from gym class with the knots. With the knots. Uh, you have that a lot of nuts. feelings come up during that though. <laughs> yeah. You just need a. Is that where you just need a wider stance? There is. <laughs> <laughs> wrap your wrap your proportional size balls around that rope. Thank you for remembering. <laughs> that was really touching. All right, uh, question number two from Helen. Uh, why do they always need so much space around the tiny house? Uh, is it because if your poop really smells, you have to go outside? Mm. Yeah, it's because you just want to get out of the tiny house and run far, yeah. run so, so far from your home. <laughs> no, these are tiny houses for people like, oh, I don't need much stuff, and this lets me afford all but the I do land need a pond that I want. And a farm. Yeah. <laughs> these are people who've never realized what it costs to maintain property. Like, oh my the, God. the oh, weeds, yeah. the DR trimmer mower they're going to have to get. The, oh, the DR. Plumber, right? And the, and the, the garden weasel. Like that stuff's not. <laughs> I think probably not cheap. the only. Yeah. Wait, do you, you have a, a, gar- a weasel on staff. 
Well, yeah, you have to with all these snakes in Snake Alley. <laughs> spider. The spiders are closed. I think you let the snakes live there. It's their alley. They got there first. Why do you need to chase them away? It's not Weasel Alley. Well, the real yeah, question yeah, is, why did you put? Place. <laughs> why did you put your outhouse at the end of Snake Alley? Well, that was the <laughs> that was the one that messed up. That's that's where the public transportation was. Uh, so this is my I think my favorite game. Jonathan wants us to to know wants to know what other television series would benefit from a tiny spinoff. Uh, uh, tiny Game of Thrones. <laughs> Ooh, Tiny Cake Boss. Okay, wait. So let's go back. So first of all, are the thrones tiny or is the game itself tiny? I, guess, I think the throne has to be tiny. Yeah, obviously. Because it makes regular people trying to sit on a tiny throne real funny. <laughs> yeah, they're always just like falling That's off the their game. backs hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, man, I want this throne, but it's really, this is a really small throne. Oh, yeah. I would watch Tiny Bachelorette. Wait. <laughs> wait, wait. Is that where the Bachelorette is a tiny person? Like so, a little person? Okay, so it's possible they're all little people, or it's possible... It's just the Bachelorette, but instead of a Bachelorette mansion, they're in a tiny house. So Chad yes. has oh. to share a ladder with all of his enemies. Yes. <laughs> they're all sleeping at I 700 square feet, despite the fact that Chad is himself like 430 square feet. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I just think we have to downsize our Chad. Yeah, exactly. You'd have, to get, you'd have to get more of the skinny radio guy, more people like that. Can I have a, a slight spinoff uh, uh, idea on this? Yeah. So, so the thing with like tiny houses, like they just keep on saying tiny and small over and over again. What's a different adjective of houses that you'd want to have? Ooh, good spin on the question. So a different, different adjective that's uh, feckoned. That, that's gonna... Feckoned, <laughs> feckoned house. Huh. This house is really feckoned, though. I know I want to... Oh, that's what you get with a feckoned house living. Yeah. You know, I would never show such a feckoned house to these people, but... Uh, that's what they that's wanted. What they wanted. <laughs> I can't. It really sounds like you're saying fucking, but like with a fun accent. <laughs> oh man, um, fucking house hunters. Yeah, how about uh, how about flooded, flooded house? <laughs> uh, I think that's fun. Do you guys have any other tiny versions of shows? I think we did it. It sounds like we don't. Okay. <laughs> uh, so at what's her name nine six nine asked us to compare and contrast this with regular House Hunters and House Hunters International. So first of all, have you guys seen either of the other ones? Or the, well, God, no. I've seen, any other yeah, I've seen them. Mm, I've never seen TV before this. Oh, welcome. Um, <laughs> I thought well, so someone asked me that, and then later someone else was saying I love all the uh, our uh, at wants to thrill was saying uh, that they love all the, the house hunters and i was like oh you i haven't seen the other two and they were like you don't you're kidding right there are a hundred of these shows and then oh. uh, indeed there are there are a lot of spinoffs this is like when you guys made fun of me for like not knowing some flavor of things but i don't remember what it was oh vanilla no oh no, no. it was um the combos it was combos you're like when are they gonna have more than two flavors of combos idiot <laughs> anyway uh so there's house hunt- is there wait is there is there a pizza style house hunters because i would take that tiny pizza hunters <laughs> Um, so there's House Hunters International, House Hunters on Vacation, um, uh, House Hunters Where Are They Now, House Hunters Renovation, House Hunters International Renovation. I like this. Now they're just Wait, combining them. The where, where Are They Now is just where like, they're like, filming the regular House Hunters and they just lost them in a big house. <laughs> it's too big. Uh, house Hunters Million Dollar Homes, House Hunters International Million Dollar Budgets. Island shows hunters. are just crazy stupid, to, and they're cheap to put on. Houseboat Hunters. Oh, I would watch the no. shit out of Houseboat Hunters. 
Let's watch that. House Hunters RV, which is tiny houses but for poor people. Uh, nope. Tiny House Hunters. House Hunters Popped. <laughs> what? Uh, features families looking to purchase a home while trivia questions pop up on the screen. Similar to VH1's pop-up video. That's not real, Wikipedia. Um, what? Also, House Hunters Off the Grid. And then there's also Ooh. Car Hunters and other spinoffs that are not house-related. That's a lot. Um, Deer Hunters? Yeah, Deer Hunters, certainly. Uh, there's that game Big Buck Hunter, which is uh, mm-hmm. where you're in an arcade and you and a friend grab guns and just go looking for the perfect buck for you guys. And you fight over... Well, it's got enough closet space. I don't know. <laughs> Can't put all this, all these clothes so, into this small box. What's what's her what's her name? Nine six nine says that the main difference is that international is the worst by far because it's a bunch of rich people wanting U.S. style homes in foreign countries. Um, I also got. Let me pull this up from at wants to thrill. Gave me the rundown. So okay, so the main show is. We need a house. We have $10. We're going to look for places that are $5, $10, and $15 and then complain about the $15 one being too expensive and the $5 one being not good enough. Um, International is that but overseas. Tiny is that but without plumbing. Renovations is that plus drama. Off the grid is that plus complaints about not wanting neighbors but still wanting to be close to supplies. Houseboat is that plus water. Million Dollar Homes is that plus complaints. There's no movie theater included in their mansion. And I love every <laughs> single one of these versions. Oh, man. Uh, I definitely, what? of those, Houseboat Hunters for sure is the one I want to watch. Uh, <laughs> last question. Um, at Wham Cocker. Oh, what was our theme song for Wham Cocker last week? Wham Cocker. No, I don't know. Wham Cocker. All right. Wham! At Wham Cocker asks, if taken literally as a tiny house hunting show, would tiny houses be elusive or rare or terrifyingly ferocious big game? I think they're like Pokemon, right? Or like they could evolve if you get like the right like rock or whatever. Yeah, you need a trainer and you need a series of events. Except the trainer uh, goes by contractor and the events are you give him money and wait for a while. Yeah, and Team Rocket, otherwise known as the Elements and the Tax Code, are both against you. <laughs> but I really thought these houses would be harder to catch. Yeah. <laughs> mostly. I don't know why I thought they would be elusive. They're just all sitting there. I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, well, actually, this kind of relates to a question Heidi asked, which is, uh, they're everywhere on TV, but why don't we ever see tiny houses out in the world? Where are they hiding? And I think the answer to that is wherever they want. They're very small. It's way yeah. easier to play hide and seek when you're not two door sized. Much easier to There's yeah. one under your bed right now. Yeah, yeah, right. So hiding. for every right every tiny house you don't see, there are ten other tiny houses. Oh yeah, oh, and also, God. Oh, tiny houses only come out. It's like dark matter. Ninety yeah. percent of the, the universe is made up of tiny houses. Oh yeah, and then tiny there's houses. dark energy. We We're not them. even sure what dark energy is, but it's got to be there because math and and because dark energy is what exists between the couples that live in the tiny houses. <laughs> Well, that's it for top five. Yeah. Oh, top, top five. Top five. Top Kimp? So that's top five. Uh, now it's time for our minor compliments. We're going to go in reverse order. Ezra, what is your minor compliment for Tiny House Hunters? Oh. <laughs> um, well, I mean, if you're going to fast forward through a show... They make it really easy for you because they make it very hard to forget what's happened so far. That is far. true. They do keep As, reminding you a lot. I love your tradition of barely complimenting shows, man. I mean, in a way, it's well constructed that it's very hard to miss the point of it. Like, they, they like, this is basically, okay, here's my takeaway from this. 
the way they had the show is the way you should run a meeting, pretty much, right? Where it's like you recap basically what the point is at the beginning, and then anytime you like lose anyone, they come back and say, hey, just to recap, this is what we're trying to accomplish, and this is what we've done so far. And it's like, okay, a little further along, time for making a decision now. Here's what we're trying to do. Here's what we've done so far. And let's get a decision now. Also, the key to meetings is that uh, you've already made your decision and you're just hiring actors to pretend they're thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I should try that for a meeting. No, I should, like, stack it. <laughs> Why did you hire so many people this week, Ezra? <laughs> oh, you know, just a quorum. Uh, my minor compliment is that, I, you know, I've never thought much about the process of buying a house, and I do feel slightly more prepared right now. Um, I feel like I know, uh, for example, that you should be reasonable in your expectations. That a house with all of the things you want and at a well below market value price is probably not going to happen. Yeah, in a neighborhood that you like with school districts that are good. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think really what you should do is, what's the thing that most people hate that you happen to like because you're weird? Because oh. that's where like the, there's a, that's like your comparative advantage. Yeah, you, so like if you something. Yeah, right, because, like, if you, for example, like, I actually don't mind, like, a longer commute, because, like, audiobooks uh-huh. uh, from a sponsor we don't have anymore, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and Although so, like... Although you buy them that... from readdeskweep.com slash Amazon. Okay, great, so you go through there. Uh, <laughs> Please tell me that link actually works. Oh, yeah, of course. It does, I checked it. <laughs> I don't know if everyone knows how to spell Am- Am- Amazon. <laughs> well, I was worried there might be other spellings, and I only did the one, but maybe I'll add a few more. It's easy. Yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> Give everything. If you just 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 throw some letters dis- at it, you might get there. I'm a little disappointed that ass.club slash Amazon does not work. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to spend the two ninety nine on on, uh, uh, on Amazon dot ass club or whatever. Wait, can we just get Amazon dot com? I'm guessing they already own it. I didn't check. Let's check now. Probably they do. Oh man. I don't think it's... Oh, man. Uh, I'm not getting anything, guys. Uh, it is available. Amazon.com is available for twelve ninety nine. No. How could you not? Uh, wait, Chris, you're the one who... Chris, can you weigh in on this? I know you hate when we spend our company <laughs> This is my money. least favorite thing f- on behalf of our audience ever. I spelled it wrong, then, because it's not available. When I oh, I was doing A-M-I-N-A-Z-O-N.com. Yeah, it's so available. Amazon. From now on, you just go to Amazon.com whenever you want something. <laughs> and that's how you are out. It'll redirect to Amazon.com with the Read Weep uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get hook. We'll get money. I bet we'll get some. Oh my god, can we just wait? Can we just do this where like we just swoop up of like all the um uh, all the accidental like typos of Amazon. I mean, and just Amazon has bought probably a billion typo. Not versions, enough, but obviously not that particular stuff. Yeah, because it's not. Nobody's actually adding <laughs> syllables to their URLs. <laughs> I think they called it Amazon. <laughs> well, let me just file the expense report for our books for later. Yep, Amazon.com. Sorry, Chris. Okay. Uh, is sorrychris.com taken? We don't need to. Because <laughs> that'd be ironic. <laughs> you don't have to own everything. Anyway, uh, so as you're saying, you don't mind a long commute because you could just go to Amazon.com and buy uh, and, and get. Right. So so because of that, like we got like um Chris, like I think our place this? is a pretty good deal. This is so fun. Sorrychris.com is available. Ten dollars a year. <laughs> shouldn't it be? Shouldn't it be sorrychris.club? Because I want to be in it. Sorrychris.space. <laughs> So Chris is not talking to us anymore. I'm so angry that we're spending time on this. Oh, is it the time or the money? I thought it was the money. 
Oh, it's the time. It is no. Oh. None of our listeners want to hear this. Oh, we'll cut this out. Oh, I don't sure. know. Oh, then I don't. I don't care what the fuck you do. Oh, okay. Because sorrychris.com is pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I just this don't think this is a good where comedy. We just post clips of the show where you did not have a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a new podcast. Chris and Weep. Um, all right. So anyway, as so you're buying a long commute because you can just go to Amazon, Amazon.com, buy uh, audiobooks. Yeah, yeah, and I enjoy the time, and most people don't. So it's like comparatively, I get more value out of it. So I get a better deal on the on the housing, and also I, I make good use of the, on my time because of Amazon.com. Yeah. Thanks, Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Chris.com. <laughs> I'm not actually going to buy sorry, Chris. Okay. Um, uh, so, oh, I guess, yeah, just to finish up what I was saying, I think, I think like for me, it's just that you know that buying a house is about compromises, which I did not think about as much before. But like yeah. I was watching, I watched one of the episodes of uh, International, Tiny, or of House Hunters International, where they, uh, it was this really cute uh, couple, uh, this woman uh, from, from Portland, from Portlandish, was moving to, in with her girlfriend in Argentina. And they were looking for an apartment, and they were like, we want it fully furnished. We want it uh, in this really rich neighborhood. We want it um, on the first floor. We want to have a huge barbecue area in the back, and we want it to be under $600 a month. And the real estate agent was like, well, no. And uh, that's that's a good (laughs) lesson. So it's about compromises. So you pick all your things, but you should know which one you're going to compromise on. Is it the the commute because of Amazon? Or is it something else you're gonna you're gonna compromise on? But there's always something. Totally, Chris. Totally minor compliment. Yes. Yeah. Um. My compliment. Uh. Stems, or I guess this show gave me a new understanding or refreshed understanding of one of my favorite lines from uh one of my favorite comedies on TV right now called "You're the Worst." There's a character named Hector, mm. who is a Mexican American war veteran who's di- who kind of hates all the hipster shit in L.A. Uh, they you know live in a hipster neighborhood, and it's like you know what, hipster stuff is just poor Latino stuff from twenty years ago, and because that's where they're talking about all the the food truck carts and the stuff like that that are that are around L.A. And I feel like this home on wheels thing really has been going on with poor people for many years now, and it's just taken us not us it's taken the uh, privileged people with extra storage to pay for twenty years to figure out oh wait. You know, we we want some of this too. It'll be cool. I, I mean, I definitely eat at a lot of restaurants that are like elevated poor people food. It's like yep. we took we took the the stews and the uh, heavily spiced things and the street food from all these great cultures uh, where they had to do it, and then we're like, what if we did that with really expensive ingredients and charged you way too much for it? Yeah. And it's just, it's, uh, it's silly and pretentious, I think, these tiny homes, and I don't like them. Sorry, it's as It's not a friend. great compliment, but uh, I like where you're yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. Well, I will say, You're the Worst is a very good show. Um, it like, is a very good show. I would recommend Chris, I'm watching I'm not sure it's technically a compliment for this show, though. <laughs> it reminded me of You're the Worst, and that's a good show. Oh, <laughs> okay. very good Fair. at rephrasing these to get them technically <laughs> under the radar. <laughs> okay. I've been doing this for years, guys. <laughs> you know what? Fine. Some of these homes had full-size appliances, and that seems nice. <laughs> Sometimes when I pooped in these homes, the poop went elsewhere, and that's pretty good. I do enjoy yeah. full-size appliances. 
Oh man, and that's where our best realtor was like, I don't usually think of a, a bathroom being inside as a major selling point, but here it seems to be. <laughs> <laughs> These people are not great. <laughs> uh, that leaves you, Scott. What is your minor compliment I, for Tiny House Hunters? I have a meta minor compliment. Ooh, and meta minor? It, you know, so I'm not on this show very often. I love the banter so much that the show just kept giving me all these awesome ideas for games we could play on the show that I was really excited to hear you guys riff on for oh, example if only there were a segment called top five where you could submit your games and suggestions yeah well this is where i get to insert my uh listener yeah, this, this is this is this is uh scott's last one <laughs> top five exactly parting shots uh, oh, that's a good for, for example parting shots with scott simon Ooh, there you, go. like you know what i'm done uh, i'm down so uh <laughs> for example uh a lot of these were like kind of uh so uh Signs that you're marrying a secret tiny house fetishist Ooh. that you should look for before you marry. Red flags. Um, Red flags. They own two sweaters and they're always looking to get rid of one. He refers to things that are not good as an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> are currently in a yurt. Okay. All right. We party shots. We only have two. Yeah, party shots. <laughs> party shots. Um, all right, I got another one. Uh, things that could go wrong... When having to leave the bathroom to wash your hands in the oh, yeah, sink that's that. right outside the bathroom, because so, Nikki uh, says I just can't seem to have a, a I can't see not having a sink oh, in the bathroom. Right. Uh, think what? of all the things that could go wrong. Oh, what a fun game! What could go wrong? I, I couldn't think, think the of queen. Anything. The queen shows up and wants to shake her hand. Oh no! Like right yeah. there. Yeah, that's yeah. terrible. <laughs> that's, that's that queen fear. always showing up unannounced. That's the one thing they always say about the queen. Unexpected. Not a lot of fanfare when she travels. Yeah. <laughs> the unexpected queen. Yeah. Ooh. Or your propane stove is overheating and you got to go turn it down, but now you got PL over the kitchen. Wait. Um, how do you. Yeah. No, no. Check, checks out. Checks okay. out. That's how it happens for all of us. <laughs> don't, don't, don't shake his confidence, Alex. That's <laughs> all I have. I'm sorry, Chris.com. <laughs> Party shots. Oh, I got one more. one more. So these people repurposed sandbags and barbed wire, which to me sounds like World War One trench warfare, not like a place <laughs> I want to live. Yes. But assuming I'm living in a World War One trench, and that's my quote, tiny house. What other things could you repurpose into a tri- tiny house from World War One specifically? Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, hats with pointy things on the top, and hats without pointy things on the top. Am I right? <laughs> Yes, because they didn't have clockwork trains, <laughs> monocles, uh, mustard well, things, mustard things. Well, they have mustard gas, which isn't my favorite mustard thing, but mustard greens and like mustard itself. Look, are I don't like good, mustard so. gas any more than the next person, but I'd still take it over that lick, the mustard water that comes out when you first tip the bottle over. <laughs> oh, that's the uh, worst. Okay, <laughs> I don't gross. know if it's a hipster thing that you're explaining to me. <laughs> like, like vinegar water. or something like that, you know, or kombucha, uh, yeah, yeah. mustard water. Poor people have been drinking mustard water for years. The hipsters just discovered it. <laughs> All right, that's where we're going to end that. Wait, wait, wait. I, I, have, I have a theme song for Scott now. Yes. Parting shots, 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 shots. Well, that's good. Parting Scots. Parting Scots, Scots, Scots. I like parting Scots. Parting shots with Parting Scots.
That's it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be back again in two weeks. That's right, we're taking next week off for summer vacation. We'll be back in two weeks with a kickoff of our brand new round of sponsorships. All the information, by the way, about our sponsorships is available in a mini episode that we released a couple days ago. Oh, before we go, though, uh, it's time for the corrections department. Parting shots. My new favorite segment. Corrections department. A couple things really quick. And actually, considering how that that game that I wrote last week that involved a lot of me being out of my depth, only two people corrected us. First up, Jane Espenson said Lesotho is pronounced Lesotho, which whoa, what? What? I don't buy it. That's awesome. Lichtenstein or Lichten. Like like lecithin, no, lecithin, or those? It's, it's pronounced Lucanstoon. Right. <laughs> anyway, it's just an emulsifier. <laughs> uh, and then also at Zach McFly said, uh, "I'm probably not the first one to post this correction, but Caledonia is actually the name the Romans used for Scotland." Wow. Correction, Scott, you were the first to post that one. Oh yes, we're both <laughs> wrong, Scott. Let's agree to disagree. Uh, also, also, Jane Espenson writing in to say that we're wrong is like one of my dreams come true. <laughs> I think, I mean, uh, one thing I love about uh, our fan base is that they know things and they are sometimes willing to tell me on Twitter. <laughs> they are not afraid to belittle us. Yeah, unlike us, they know many things. That's not what I meant. That's not, that's, but it is how the sentence went. So we're sticking to it. <laughs> Keep belittling us. I love the corrections department. So please continue to send us corrections on anything we say. I would love to read them on the air and apologize. So you guys... Uh, to Zach, at Zach McFly and to Jane Espenson, I'm terribly sorry. You know, I know we wanted to get belittled, but this is awfully belittling. <laughs> I feel like there's no there's no even running water in this uh, in this downsizing of my, of my it's ego. Be tiny, it's it's yes. much belittler than we were expecting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a good joke. Uh, anyway, thanks for being here at C. Walter Smith. Uh huh. At Ezra Fox. Oh yeah. And uh, Scott Simon. Uh, Probably we should tell people about Voice Box in Denver, right? You can tell them about Voice Box Denver, Portland. Yeah, you should know about. Sure. I, I mean, obviously, you already know about Voice Box in Portland, uh, Portland's premier karaoke destination. And but you're you're opening a, a, a new location, in your your first expanse city, expansion city. Yeah, we're we're taking the nation by storm, and our beachhead is going to be. Uh, is that the right use of the term? Beachhead? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, Not to be confused with Roadhead. Yeah, our, your beachhead is landlocked, man. <laughs> Yeah, my my flat riverhead is um is gonna be the is the Rhino neighborhood uh, here in uh, in beautiful Denver, Colorado. We're gonna Named be opening in mid August. All of the beautiful giant African creatures you had to kill to make room for this new development. Yeah, there used to be a rhinoceros sanctuary on this property, and um, oh, we we bought it. Man, what if it's an ancient rhinoceros burial ground, and you're gonna be haunted by rhinos? What if they just, so, wanna, what if they just wanna sing? You know, the bo- yeah. some of the rooms are actually very spacious. <laughs> you know what? I thought they'd... I, I don't know how I'm going to fit my king-size rhino in, in that room. Actually. Anyway, uh, so private concerned. room karaoke, yeah. really fun, really cool, and a lot of great... Par parts. excellence. Yes. Uh, so if you're in the Denver area, check it out. If you're in the Portland area, there are two locations you can enjoy. Northwest, Southeast. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, thanks for joining us, Scott. You, also, uh, obviously, people know you as Engineer Scott from most of our live shows, and we... Toot toot. Man, you guys really like making sounds after I say things. Aruga! <laughs> anyway, uh, great to have you on uh, as a full guest. Always super right, fun. We'll talk to everybody next week. Goodbye. Pshh.